Good evening. This evening we're observing the feast of Saint Stephen, and the book, the service, the evening prayer begins on page twenty-one of our Book of Common Prayer. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and He will dwell with them, and they shall be His people, and God Himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Fear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalms this evening, Psalm 30 and the first half of 31, begin on page 374 of the Book of Common Prayer. I will magnify thee, O Lord, for thou hast set me up and not made my foes to triumph over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Thou, Lord, hast brought my soul out of hell. Thou hast kept my life, that I should not go down into the pit. Sing praises unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks unto him for a remembrance of his holiness. For his wrath endureth but a twinkling of an eye, and in his pleasure is life. Heaviness may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be removed. Thou, Lord of thy goodness, hast made my hill so strong. Thou didst turn thy face from me, and I was troubled. Then cried I unto thee, O Lord, and gat me to my Lord right humbly. What profit is there in my blood when I go down into the pit? Shall the dust give thanks unto thee, or shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned my heaviness into joy. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Therefore shall every good man sing of thy praise without ceasing. O my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. In thee, O Lord, have I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thine ear to me. Make haste to deliver me. 
and be thou my strong rock and house of defense, that thou mayest save me. Thou art my strong rock and my castle. Be thou also my guide, and lead me for thy name's sake. Draw me out of the net that they have laid privily for me, for thou art my strength. Into thy hands I commend my spirit, for thou hast redeemed me, O Lord, thou God of truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the fourth chapter of the book of the Wisdom of Solomon. But the righteous man, though he die early, will be at rest. For old age is not honored for length of time, nor measured by number of years. But understanding is gray hair for men, and a blameless life is ripe old age. There was one who pleased God and was loved by him, and while living among sinners he was taken up. He was caught up, lest evil change his understanding, or guile deceive, deceive his soul. For the fascination of wickedness obscures what is good, and roving desire perverts the innocent mind. Being perfected in a short time, he fulfilled long years. For his soul was pleasing to the Lord. Therefore he took him quickly from the midst of wickedness. Yet the people saw and did not understand, nor take such a thing to heart that God's grace and mercy are with his elect, and he watches over his holy ones. Here ended the first lesson. Together the Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. He that is mighty hath magnified me, holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm, he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts, he hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 54th verse of the 7th chapter of the book of Acts. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed at him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of God, and said, Look, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears, and ran at him with one accord. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes stoned Stephen as he called on the Lord God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Now Saul was consenting to his death. At that time a great persecution arose against the church which was at Jerusalem, 
and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial, and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed, and there was great joy in that city. He rendered the second lesson. Lord, now let us have thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O Lord, that in all our sufferings here upon earth for the testimony of thy truth, we may steadfastly look up to heaven and by faith behold the glory that shall be revealed, and being filled with the Holy Ghost, may learn to love and bless our persecutors by the example of thy first martyr, St. Stephen, who prayed for his murderers to thee, O blessed Jesus, who standest at the right hand of God to succor all those who suffer for thee, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us thine only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee, and the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who from all holy desires, all good counsel, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, 
we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. In our New Testament readings, both this morning and this evening, we heard about the life of St. Stephen from the Acts of the Apostles, the book that documents the earliest years of the Christian Church, written by St. Luke as a sequel to his Gospel. This morning in his meditation, Bishop Scarlett told us that the book of Acts shows us that we are both called to bear witness to the world and against the world. So I'd like to briefly talk about how that is borne out in the story of St. Stephen, our Bishop's namesake, whose ministry and martyrdom we celebrate every year on December 26th. We don't know a lot about Stephen, who, as in a Shakespearean tragedy, appears briefly and then is soon dead. Stephen is only mentioned nine times in scriptures, all in the Acts of the Apostles. Seven of those times are in Acts 6 through 8, between his appointment as deacon and his burial. Today's assigned readings to mark the three acts of Stephen's brief ministry. This morning at morning prayer, we heard the first act where Stephen is appointed one of the initial seven deacons. He preaches and does great signs and wonders. At the instigation of Jews who objected to his preaching, he is arrested and brought before the Sanhedrin. In the second act, the passage that we skipped, Stephen eloquently presents the history of the God of Israel who had set aside and saved his people from Abraham through Moses into the Promised Land. He then inflames his Jewish audience by bearing witness against their recent actions, likening their execution of Jesus, the Righteous One, to Israel's long history of killing righteous prophets. Tonight, we heard the last act of his life where he is condemned to death. In his final words, he bears witness to Jesus standing at the right hand of God, asks him to receive his spirit and forgives his persecutors. By doing so, he sets the standard for how the most devout Christians would accept their persecution, even martyrdom, in the centuries to come. This Thursday, we will remember the Holy Innocents, the baby boys slaughtered by Herod Antipas, because he feared the, that Israel's long-promised Savior had arrived. The Holy Innocents are the first martyrs of the New Testament. Stephen, however, is the first martyr of the Christian Church, which was established with the coming of the Holy Spirit at the first Pentecost, as reported earlier in Acts 2. James the Lesser, part of Jesus' inner circle with Peter and John, will be the first of Jesus' apostles to be martyred, and the only one whose martyrdom was recorded in the New Testament. But from the oral tradition of the early church, we believe that 11 of these apostles were martyred, all but St. John, who died in exile on the island of Patmos. As with Stephen's death, the persecution of Christians recounted by the Acts of the Apostles centers on the leaders of the temple and various synagogues. However, many Roman emperors from Nero onward instituted their own persecutions, which continued sporadically throughout the Roman Empire over the next three centuries, ending only when the faith was officially tolerated by the Edict of Milan in 313 AD. At the end of the second century, Tertullian of Carthage wrote his defense of Christianity against Roman persecutions, a defense that both proclaimed their innocence of the accusations and in it, Tertullian famously wrote that the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. 
Tertullian's testimony is perhaps the most extreme example of how the suffering of the faithful helped the growth of the church. The end of this evening's second reading provides us another specific example, Saul of Tarsus. As we just heard, chapter 8 of Acts introduces Saul as both an advocate of Stephen's execution and someone leading the persecution of the church. In chapter 9, Saul volunteers to persecute the church in Damascus, but en route is blinded when confronted by our risen Lord. By the end of the chapter, he is a baptized Christian preaching the good news throughout Damascus, and then a few chapters later reappears as the newest apostle, Paul. To conclude, since the 4th century, Christians have annually remembered the life and death of St. Stephen for his example of devotion to the Christian faith. This is summed up by the collect we use today, written for the 1662 prayer book as an extended version of a Western collect that dates to at least the 10th century. So let me read it one last time. Grant, O Lord, that in all our sufferings here upon earth for the testimony of thy truth, we may steadfastly look up to heaven, and by faith behold the glory that shall be revealed, and being filled with the Holy Ghost, may learn to love and bless our persecutors by the example of thy first martyr, St. Stephen, who prayed for his murderers to thee, O blessed Jesus, who standest at the right hand of God, to succor all those who suffer for thee, our only mediator and advocate. We now return to page 32 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen.
O Almighty God, who has knit together thine elect in one communion and fellowship, in the mystical body of thy Son, Christ our Lord, grant us grace so to follow thy blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those unspeakable joys which thou hast prepared for those who unfeignedly love thee. Through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for Jill and Robert for making this evening's worship possible. Thank Happy you, Second Joel. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas, everybody. Thank you.